This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Laugh on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the show, this is the podcast where I chat with a different musician each episode all about music. And for this one, I have Siobhan Cochin, who at the end of last year put out a single called How Does It Feel, which sounds like this. got a bunch of other great songs out as well so go check them out wherever you buy or stream music and go check out her socials as well but let's jump into the chat with Siobhan Cochin. So with us right now we have Siobhan Cochin. Um, how, are you, how are you doing today Siobhan? Doing pretty good. Oh, that's the best you can do. <laughs> Actually you probably can do better than oh, pretty good. I could definitely do better but I'm, I'm feeling pretty good today. Pretty good? Feeling pretty good yeah. I'm, hope- I'm gonna ask you again at the end of, of the interview and it's either going to go up or oh most likely you're just <laughs> going to go pretty bad. I'm feeling pretty bad <laughs> no, now. No, no. Okay. <laughs> you haven't heard my questions yet. So oh, I'm scared. <laughs> you should be. Um, we'll, we'll start with some light stuff. Um, the, the single you just put out, How Does It Feel? I'm going to say pardon the pun before I, before I say it because I ask this of everything. How does it feel to have it out? <laughs> um, it feels amazing. I'm, I'm really proud of it. So yeah, to have it out is just like the best thing. It's always really nice to put things out into the world that you're really proud of. Mm-hmm. And it's been getting some really good feedback and I'm just, I'm, I'm real happy with it. It's my favorite song to play live and yeah, I love it. What about it makes it your favorite to play live? It's just really angry and I like playing angry songs. It just has a lot of raw emotion in it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's, it's very therapeutic for me. Um, I'm not an angry person all the time. But, like, I don't know, it just feels good to rock out on stage and I feel like that's one of the songs where I can really, like, rock yes. out. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's you don't want to go about your day-to-day life being angry all the time. No. And then Never. so if you have a show, like, whatever, 30, 45 minutes or hour or whatever, if you can, yeah. if you can just let it out there totally. and just, like, yell at a microphone. It's so much fun. Mm. It's I'm the best. You. I'm with you there. I guess we're on the top of your life. You're kind of in the middle of a tour. You just finished your East Coast part of the tour and I, I think sure all the did. dates are just Western Australian dates for now. Yeah, I was meant to have a show tonight at this new venue that just opened up, but the venue is getting, well, the, the shows are getting cancelled because they're getting noise complaints. Right. So that's really annoying. But yeah, so the, the Perth show isn't happening tonight, but I've got some shows like further down south in WA. Um, sure. That should be fun. Cool. And how did the um, the the East Coast part of the tour go? It was so much fun, and people people were there. <laughs> so that's all I asked. It was it was so amazing. Like we had the best time. Just so nice. Like not only just like playing shows, but just to be hanging out with my band. It was just mm. like so much fun. We just had the best time. Was it a surprise that people showed up? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's my biggest fear. Like with any show that I ever put on, the thing with the headline show is like, you, you're always going to be worried. Like people aren't going to show up. Mm. 
Uh, that, I mean, that's just me, but yeah. No, I'm with I you. I'm with you on that. There's there's something about being a support where you can just kind of sit sit back and relax a little yeah. bit. Yeah, sometimes headline shows are yeah not not fun because uh, it's just the anxiety of mm. you know wondering if people like you. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> so um, I'm gonna just ask the question early now. How do you feel now? How do I feel now? I feel yeah. I'm feeling good. Feel pretty good. You've, feeling settled in and yeah. ready to talk about myself. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we start from the start? Um, did it all start with like your parents or something? This sounds like a therapy session. Yeah. Wait, yeah. when did it all start? When I was about nine, uh, I got a Taylor Swift CD, mm-hmm. either for Christmas or for my birthday, and it changed the course of my life forever. I listened to that record like on repeat and I was like, that's exactly what I want to do. I want to be like Taylor and I want to write songs and play guitar and sing and just be her. So she was like the main artist for me growing up that made me want to write music. But also, you know, my parents had a had a big part in it as well. Like my my dad's a really big country music fan. And so I get a lot of my country-ness from him for sure and obviously from Taylor as well um especially with her earlier stuff and like my mum has a very eclectic taste in music like everything from like R&B to you know I don't know anything really and also my dad really introduced me to a lot of like rock bands like Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. Black Sabbath things like that Metallica everything so I feel like my music now kind of shows all those influences being melded into one it's got the rock edge but with a bit of twang as well so yeah cool uh what was the um the album you said the at nine years old you got the taylor swift album what was the it was album? fearless fearless so that was her second album which is yeah oh every time i listen to it, it makes me cry because it just reminds me of like how important she is in my songwriting because i i feel like without her i wouldn't really be the songwriter that i am today for sure just me thinking about your kind of music compared to hers, I guess the earlier stuff is more similar to what you do. Um, you're certainly not like a pop artist. I think the stuff I'm doing now, I don't think it really sounds like any of Taylor's stuff. I feel mm. like I'm mainly influenced by her now by her lyrics. Right, okay. And, yeah, the songs themselves rather than, like, the sounds of them, mm. if okay. that makes sense. No, totally. I definitely think sonically my music is... I mean, especially with this new track, how does it feel? It's it's very nostalgic of the '90s, and that's the kind of vibe I'm I'm going for at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't think it's like it's not really heavy and like hectic, but I don't know. I feel like the songwriting, like the lyrics, is definitely Taylor inspired. But I think sonically, I'm definitely going for more of like a Courtney Love, Smashing Pumpkins thing, specifically with this new song as well. Will that be a similar vibe for songs going forward, at least for the moment? The song I'm working on today in the studio is very, very different. I don't want to give too much away, but it's a lot more mellow. I don't know. I'm just having fun just, like, exploring and doing whatever I want every time I'm in the studio. But I definitely think I'm – I want to make things that feel good to me and how does it feel is – it felt good. So (laughs) – did that make any sense? No, Sorry. no, no. I get what you're saying. <laughs> like you're trying to, you're being diverse with your sound at the moment. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to branch away from the country thing because I mm. feel like 
it's so easy to pigeonhole yourself as an artist oh. when you're starting out. And I feel like I have been pigeonholed into this yeehaw thing. And which is not an issue because I, I did that and I've done the country thing, but I'm trying to grow a little bit more and do more of a, a rock thing, a bit, bit heavier. I myself sometimes, I, I, I'm a musician myself. I sound nothing like country music in my opinion, but all the time. I, I got this like wild fucking review of a gig I did earlier in the year just going on about my country music set and I'm like, what are you talking about? I was playing loud, ah, distorted yeah. guitar. I have like a slight twang in my voice and it's like this guy's yeah, I think Garth Brooks. I think as soon as people hear the twang, mm. they're just like, oh, my God, they're a cowboy, you mm. know? Like it's it's kind of frustrating but, yeah, I don't know. What can you do? Part of me just wants to lean into it and like not change the sound at all but just dress as a cowboy in my shows now. Dressing as a cowboy is so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of um a lot of musicians wear cowboy hats and stuff and they're not even considered in the country genre. Like a lot of people wear western wear and, and don't even play country music. Totally. It's the coolest fashion, the coolest. I think. I think so. Um, fashion peaked in the 1800s for me. It's all gone downhill. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. What what's a fashion in the 1800s like? I'm just thinking of the cowboys. Oh, okay. I'm thinking like modern day cowboys. Like, okay. When I think of 1800s, I think of like corsets and just things that were so uncomfortable for women. Okay. Well, I was talking more for myself than um, male fashion in the 1800s. I'm sure that fashion for women back then was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, um, I wouldn't want to wear a corset. Definitely. Although corsets are coming back. That's uh-huh. a thing that's happening. So I don't know. Anything that'll make me look good, I'll wear. To be <laughs> honest. Amazing. Honestly, same. Yeah. Uh, back back to the music. Earlier this year, um, I think it's been the last month. Month, the Western Australian Music Awards um, were on, and you won a few awards there. Was it I November? Did. November that was on. October. October. What year is it? I don't know. It was yeah, maybe it was early November. It was recently. <laughs> recently. Yeah. Um, so you won a few awards there. So you I got did. Best, best Country Act, Best EP for Highway and Heartbreaks and Best Vocalist. Mm-hmm. Are there any of those awards that you're most proud of getting? All of them really. But I feel like the Best Vocalist for me was really, really nice to receive. Uh-huh. I mean, because the people that I was up against in that category are like incredible vocalists and I'm just really honoured to be on a on a list with them, people like Noah Dillon uh-huh. um, and Odette Mercy and O'Soul Atomics, like, oh, my God, just, like, insane. So that was really cool. I think best vote, yeah. I, I work really hard on my vocal. I work really uh-huh. hard in general, but I feel like, yeah, getting recognised for vocals is, is really is really nice. Yeah, cool. It's a um, – I never even – I, I probably have heard of a best. I guess in the areas they have like uh, the Grammys or whatever, they have best pop vocal performance. So I guess mm. that's a similar award. Yeah. But I've never heard of like the, just the best vocalist award. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I know. It's crazy. And all those names you named, yeah, they, they ain't got shit on you. And oh. you've, got, you've, got a, you've got an award to prove it. Stop it. Stop it. Um, okay. <laughs> I will stop it. Okay. <laughs> also, with like, like live music, earlier in the year, um, you're at Big Sound, did a f- three or four performances there. 
How was that experience? It was hectic, but in the best way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had so much fun. It was terrifying because we'd never played over east, and I feel like the stakes are really high at Big Sound mm. or any big industry event like that because sure. people are there to, you know, make make connections and, like, check out the latest talent, you know? Like, I, I, I just feel like there's a lot of pressure on me to do really well mm. because you never know who was in that audience. So that was hectic, but we had so much fun, and, and I met so many incredible people and... Yeah, it was just a great vibe. I just feel like all the musicians that I met, they were just so it was just it was just such a good vibe being there with like-minded people. And there was there were so many Perth bands there as well. So it felt like home. It was really nice. It was lovely. Really nice. I always um anytime I, I have anyone from WA on, I just tell them how good music is in WA. Like they like they don't already know. Yeah, but, um, there's something in the water here. That's that's literally what people were saying at Big Sound. They're like, "There's something in the water in WA." I'm like, "I know." Just move Big Sound to WA next year. Yeah, make it easier for everyone. <laughs> make it easier. For, I mean, yeah, we are the most isolated city in the world, and it's hard to travel, even mm. in you know in Australia. It's just expensive, mm. but um. Yeah, Big Sound was awesome and I'm really proud to be from Perth. As you should be, Yeah, I think, unless there's something bad about Perth that I haven't heard. But I think Perth, it's just a bit boring. It can be. I feel like being in Melbourne like recently and like Sydney and everything, like there's just so much happening and I feel like Perth is a bit different. I feel like there's not as many opportunities for artists there. But I love Perth. I love yeah, it. it's just, even though you think it's like super boring and <laughs> like the worst place in the world, but it's, like no, you love it. I didn't say that. Wait, <laughs> I yeah, we've got our sound know. clip for the episode. We can, we can <laughs> Far end out. It. <laughs> no, I I just think yeah, there's just such a big world out there, and I think Perth is like Perth is a village. Like everyone, especially in the music industry, everyone knows everyone, mm. and then going to like a bigger city like Melbourne is like. It's such a culture shock. It's just different. Maybe it's not a bad thing. It's just different. Sure. And as a musician, you know, you want those opportunities. You want to be exposed to those bigger, bigger opportunities and, like, meet as many people as you can. And there's only so many people you can meet in Perth in the industry, you know? No, no, so, I get you. Uh, I get you. I won't. Did I save that? Am I, am I being, being cancelled for yeah. hating on my hometown? <laughs> You're only getting cancelled in Perth. And uh, no, everyone would agree. Everyone, trust me. Trust me. Okay. I'll, um, I'll make my way to Perth eventually and then I'll see if you are right. <laughs> Maybe I will. I probably won't do that. But who knows? Who knows? I'll report back to you for sure. Thank you. And just one more thing on like kind of live music. You've managed to share stage and support a fair few pretty great artists on my on my piece of paper here i've got leo leon bridges tesky brothers the whitlams and thelma plum what's it like playing with those bigger artists i yeah it's really surreal um so i played a festival earlier this year with leon bridges tesky brothers and thelma plum and to share a stage with these artists that i've listened to for ages is like insane and to meet them as well, like, it was just so surreal. I spent the entirety of, of Leon Bridges' set bawling my eyes out because I was so overwhelmed and just excited to be there. And, like, 
I got to meet Thelma Plum and like she is so lovely like she is one of the nicest people I've met and like she's just so talented it was just so it's just I don't know it just gives me reassurance that I'm like in the going down the right path in Mm. in music and like I feel like I'm slowly getting there you know like getting these big breaks and meeting artists that I look up to is like is really reassuring totally Totally unrelated story, or somewhat related. It's, it's Thelma, Thelma Plum related. I, I'll occasionally buy the, um, the old band T-shirt online and I decided I wanted a Thelma Plum T-shirt this year because it had a llama on it and why wouldn't you want a shirt with a llama on it? But when I, when I was ordering online, I picked my size and then the page refreshed for some reason and it went back down to, um, to small and I am certainly not a small man. Oh, no. <laughs> and I realised as soon as I order it, and so I email email the company. It's like, hey, I just ordered the wrong size. Can we switch that out? I get an email back. Sorry, we've already sent this. I'm like, that is the fastest delivery service in the world. I mean, that's great. Yeah, within minutes they'd sent it on a on a weekend. That's kind of that's yeah. great. Yeah, I now but now I just have a small Thelma Plum shirt that I have nothing to do with because <laughs> I know I don't know any small Thelma Plum things to give it to <laughs> me. I will have it. I'll take it. I will it. send it Give your me way. It. Definitely. Give me it. <laughs> I, I actually post... already have a Thelma Blum t-shirt. But Has it got a llama on it? No. I don't know why I yelled that. Sorry, I was like, no, it's it doesn't. It's worth yelling. Like, if you don't have a Thelma Plum shirt with a, um, a llama on it, what are you doing? I, exactly. I, I'm really sad. How does it's it sad. feel? It feels <laughs> shitty. How does it feel? Yeah. Um, we've finally got there. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know why I told that story. I thought it was worth telling. Thank you. No, I love it. It was great. I'm. You're, I have more faith in the Australian Postal Service. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I'll be ordering from this company more often. I think I only. I, it was sitting in my room in the package for like nine months before I bothered to even open it. Like two two days ago, um, they gave me an option to send it back, and I was just too lazy to to do that. So that's that's on me. Amazing. Amazing. I wonder if it's it's still too late. Who knows? I don't Probably. know. I Maybe. Think so. I think so. But oh well. So um, now we're at the end of the interview. How does um, no? What was my question at the beginning? Whatever my question was. How's your day now? How's my How day? are you feeling? Feeling good. Still good. I'm still. I'm still. I'm still feeling good. I think so, you said pretty good at the beginning. Is pretty pretty good better or worse than pretty good? I don't know. Okay, that's. This <laughs> is my go-to response. I've, but I, I'm just feeling. I'm just. I'm here. I'm happy to be here. I just. I'm. I'm. I'm feeling a little um, awkward. I always get really awkward in interviews. I get very panicked in interviews. Okay, no, that's fair. I, I hope anything that I said was good. No, like totally. It's a. <laughs> was decent I understand enough. that it's like a bizarre situation to just like I'm no good on the other end of interviews. Either. It's interesting. It's an interesting situation, but no, this actually this is fun. Well, I'm glad it's fun. Yeah, thanks for thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening and thank you to Siobhan for chatting with me. Don't forget to check out Siobhan's new single, How Does It Feel, wherever you buy or stream music. And go check out her socials as well as the socials for Life on Music, which I'll leave in the description of the episode. But that is all for this episode. Until next time, goodbye.
Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.